Hey, everybody, and welcome to Signals from the Frontline, your every Wednesday live broadcast brought to you by Frontline Gaming. We are your hosts, Kicker, the Chief of Serial and Sigilite of the FLG. And I'm Seth the Mad Doctor, competitive correspondent, who definitely didn't cough during the intro. <laughs> How you doing, Kicker? I am doing jolly. Did, I'm doing swell. I'm did drinking you do this. anything fun over the weekend? I, I did. I did. I went to Texas. I ate a lot of barbecue. I saw my friends. Oh, and man. we saw some amazing competitive 40K at its ah. finest. Yes. Yes, it was. It was the Lone Star Open this past weekend. It was It was awesome. I mean, this venue, you can ask anyone. The venue is just, it's like, the per- it's designed for 40K. Or yeah. really any war gaming system. But it's just designed for a bunch of geeks to go there, have fun. So you're Good telling me it has great air conditioning and air filtration. Yeah. So here we are in the middle of the summer in Texas. And I was like, oh, man, it's going to get hot in there. Um, and no, it actually got cold in there so much so that <laughs> a guy come up. To, like, I was wearing a jacket because I like I, I, I know I'm a wimp, right? But like well, another guy like came up to me. Two percent body fat, buddy. Yeah, bro, shut up, shut up. But like another guy comes up to me. He's like, is it, is it cold in here? And I'm like, yes, it is definitely cold in here. The, the AC. Meanwhile, the large men like me are like, ah, yes, this is our environment. <laughs> this is your natural environment. Well, no, it, it was fun. I, I then got in the uh, got in the car and headed straight home and uh, have been scrambling to get ready for Cruise Hammer because that's next week. And uh, yeah, I know, right? Doesn't stop. Does just doesn't stop. Can't stop. Won't stop. What have you been up to, Seth? Have you been painting? Have you been hobbying? Um, I did a little bit of hobbying. Um, uh, just some kind of random few models, but um, I did actually. Uh, last week, and I, I went to an RTT um, while you guys were all off in Texas because um, my, my local play partner, uh, Connor Benetti, he's moving away. And so this is kind of my last uh-huh. chance before he moved for the, the two of us to go have a, a day and do an RTT like we usually do. So we went over to Gigabytes in Atlanta and had a good time. Um, oh, I should have put this in the hobby progress notes. We, need- we ate at what externally looked like a very sketchy Korean restaurant, but internally was fantastic. Well, well, how would have been bow- in love? Kicker. How are your bowels right now? That's how you really. They're know. fine. They were okay, fine. Good. You they were fine. Wonderful, I, wonderful. You know, I was like, I don't know, but like next morning, everything was fine, man. So Perfect. it was great. Perfect. Highly recommend. We need to remind our audience that this is a live show every Wednesday night at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. You could be watching us right now, seeing our beautiful faces, and more importantly, seeing our hobby progress. Yes. Well, Seth and I are total slackers this week. Guess who's not a slacker? Our one and only tech priest, Dickie. Tech press. Oh, look, look, look. Right oh there. Yeah. yeah look at that look guys at that. look at that look at that uh, seth describe our wonderful yeah. uh, tech priest's artwork that he did uh well it, it appears to be yet another world eater yeah. um but this one is is handling some sort of demonic looking axe and is that is that freehand i see there oh freehand. yeah you like that i uh i had a lot of fun with this guy he's my master of execution actually Ooh, fancy, so, fancy yeah very very well done well, tech priest if if Dick- wants to I, I i threw a last minute curveball at him in our in oh. our discord chat oh, of, of my my korean restaurant adventures okay okay is, 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 is this i thought this was gonna be artwork here hobby progress no no is it is Connor and I. this is okay. me documenting where we're going in case okay. i died okay <laughs> it was great i it, any any uh negative opinions of that restaurant were completely blown away it's like we walked in i mean oh. connor is like a chef as his day job okay so, so like when he tells me like this place is good it's, it's legitimately uh, good. It's, it's legitimately good. So, uh, you know, I trusted him. I looked well, at the outside and I was like, are you sure? And he's like, it's great, man. And I was like, okay. I mean, that, that's what it's all about, man. It's not about what the outside is, but with the inside. I think there's a thing that you say about that, right? The inside's what counts or something, you don't right? You judge a book by its cover. There we go. Yeah, one of those. Right. I'm a terrible American. Ogres have layers. There we go. Yes, ogres. Yeah, oh, there wow. So, yeah. Is that the before after photo? I'm that's not the sure. before. That's <laughs> me being like, uh, is this where we're going, bud? And he was like, yeah, it's fine. Don't worry about it. And I'm like, are you sure? Uh, 
So guys, it's important to tune in live because not only do you get these wonderful video um, assets here and photos and, and whatnot, visual elements to the show, yep. mm -hmm. but you get to jump into our chat. I know we got a bunch of people in the chat. Hi, we chat. We missed yep. you. We're happy to we see you. Miss you chat. Now, Kicker, yeah. I would be remiss. Um, while I was at this RGT, I ran into a couple fans of ours. Oh, and okay, there great. was specifically one man that complained because he only listens to the audio forms of the podcast <laughs> that he hates Grim After Dark. Because oh. all they do is visual humor. <laughs> oh, they do only do that. He, yeah. He yeah. Asked that they specifically do that Seinfeld meme bit again where they describe everything. So I thought I'd mention <laughs> John and Danny and Grim After Dark have nothing but visual elements to help them get through their show. So yeah, I mean, we, they, sometimes they, they, they got to have that. something. Yeah. They got to have something to, like, to carry that show. All right. Anyway, <laughs> all right. kicker. Let's yeah. let's let's get into the industry news. Let's get here. When everyone do, wants do you mind this. if I just say one last thing about random sure. fans meeting us on in, in the streets? Oh right? yes, yes. You got a lot of cereal this weekend. It was a two day event. So the Lone Star Open is just a two day event. I got not one, not two, not three, not four, but five boxes of cereal over the nice. weekend. So thank you, people. Hashtag Kicks for Kicker is real. You're feeding me, <laughs> and my pantry is full, and my child's teeth are rotting thanks to you, wonderful human beings. But thank you. It is wonderful. That um, kid was going to get sugary cereal, whether the they <laughs> yeah, helped right. you or not. Right, right, right. But somebody did really good. I believe it was um the Comos, uh, I, Dave and Shauna. They, they got me Cocoa Pebbles, which I truly, truly, truly appreciate. Was so, it the special so edition dark that you like? It, it, it was the it was dark it was dark chocolate Cocoa Pebbles, which is just now the standard label Choco Cocoa Pebbles. But yes, right. it was glorious. So so thank you very, very, very much, everyone. And uh, yeah, it was it was a honestly a wonderful weekend. Also, Mario from Utah came there. Like this guy came nice. all the way from Utah, and he brought me kicks in his in his carry on. So that that was wonderful. So. Um, Guys, okay, let's talk about some industry news. We have the new Warcry uh, War box set. It seems like this is unnecessary because I don't know anyone that plays Warcry, unfortunately. The, the box set looks cool, and I want to play it. I just I don't know if there's a, um, I guess, it's more of, I guess, a, a garage kind of game. You play it. Yeah, it's, it's a events. skirmish scale game, but I don't, I don't know any events that are running, so I think it's more of a hobbyist game. Yeah, I mean, I would like to run Warcry at LVO, but I don't even know if there's a scene, a competitive scene at all. For Chat, if uh, if you know of a competitive <laughs> scene for Warcry, you probably need to get them in touch with Kicker. Yeah, totally. Because I frontlinegaming.com, I believe. Yeah, exactly. Events at frontlinegaming.org, but close enough. Uh, org. Yeah. Sorry. No, I mean, I would like to run Warcry. I'd like to run all the skirmish games because I personally am starting to get more invested in skirmish games since. That's just something that I can play now considering yeah. my busy schedule. So the new Warcraft box set, I believe it's $220. You can pick it up for, uh, I guess, pre-order this weekend. We've yeah. also got all the new GW paints. They're finally on shelves at most stores. If they if they wanted them, they could have them now. Have you yep. played with any of the new contrast paints? The new shades I have, I've picked up a few, but I haven't had the, the time to put them on models yet. Um, but I am interested to try them because um, I think if you, uh, if you remember when we talked about um, speed paint with um, Adam Abramowitz, one of the the critiques that we had for the GW contrast line was the kind of mixed consistency of the paint. Yeah. Um, and I have been told the new contrasts are a lot more even in consistency. So I'm eager to try those out and see how they do. So I've tried them out, you know, and and basically you can try them out too. If you go to a Warhammer store, most Warhammer stores, I believe they have three weeks of, of trial. I, oh, I, I, cool. I believe it's nationwide. If you go to a Warhammer store, they should have all the new contrasts and some of the shades out for you to be able to play. Sweet. And it's about three weeks of just like, get used to them so so yeah swing by your local store if you if you want to give them a shot yeah. i did get to go play with them and dude seriously seth i was i was really impressed i am kind of uh, particular with my painting I, I take a lot of pride in my my painting yep. and i was really 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 impressed some of the colors are way more vibrant and i guess i don't really paint that bright in general but 
some of the things were just like exactly what I wanted from the first edition of Contrast or the first run of Contrast. So go vibrant, you say. My orcs vibrant. are quite vibrant. Yes, yes. I could totally see you rocking some of that stuff. And the right. the whites, uh, I think it's like the Blight Lord Gray, or there's a gray, I don't know. It's like a it's like apothecary white, but better. And that one was right. my personal favorite. So go go check it out. All right. All right. Awesome. Uh, also, dude, Black Library. I know you read Black Library. I read Black Library. Everyone reads Black Library. Well, now you get an opportunity to vote for a book you want them to bring back into print. Did you go check this out, man? Have you seen this? I saw it today. Um, yeah. They had like five different um, 40K novels and five different fantasy novels that are, were up for voting. I saw 40K one with orcs. I'm sure you're uh, getting, you know, going to vote for that well, one. Well, it was, it's where orcs are the enemy. Yeah, and well, they're always the enemy, except in like -uh. the one well, There's one book. There's one. There's two. Book. Oh, there's Brutal two. A brutal cunning. You're right. You're right. You're right. Okay. There's two books, but um, yeah, I'm sure. You know, I, I like orcs being the bad guy. They're a yeah. fun bad guy. So, so go cast your vote, and hopefully, you get book you want to come back from. The Art, is there is there a particular book that jumps out to you, kicker, that you would vote for? I mean, I voted for the one with the orcs getting like I guess murdered by the guard, but yeah, you know. yeah. I I have yeah. the uh, the Iron Hands one, the Wrath of oh. Iron or Heart of Iron. It was good. Cool. I enjoyed cool, it. Cool. It had like the cheesiest line ever, though, which I loved. <laughs> which the end is like a a Iron Hand. Uh, battling a like a demon of of like an emperor's children demon prince yeah, thing. yeah 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 and it's like kicking the shit out of him and it goes to like smash into his chest and tear out his heart and he, and he's like you know i'll take your heart out and he's like i got rid of my heart a long time ago and then like shoots it <laughs> it's like the cheesiest line ever but i was just like Super, like 1980s action film you yeah, got right. me. yeah. <laughs> i love it i love it yeah. um seth i have been kind of you know I guess not in the loop. Is there any new rules leaks that have hit the more, you know, cause I have not seen there's, anything. There's been some unconfirmed leaks and I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna bring those up cause uh, they're, they're still pretty for demons, but yeah. they're, they're pretty taken with a grain of salt. So I don't want to, I don't want to get people's hopes up, you know, yeah. but, so. but we do believe it's demons next after demons. Yep. It's probably guard. And then yep. probably, well, I mean, squad. the GW has said it's demons. It's okay. So we're good. We can yeah. officially say this. Yeah. So yeah. demons but are next. The actual rules have, they haven't shown us much or got me anything that I can yeah. pretty confidently say you're going to get. I was a little disappointed that the demons codex is not coming up for pre-order this weekend. So that means we have to wait. I mean, I'm not, I'm not horribly mad about a lull. I mean, you know what? <laughs> three weeks ago, they basically were like, what if we just basically released a new edition in, in, <laughs> in you know, new missions, a new balance, yeah. a new points. So I am not horribly upset if that's the case. Uh, Cause right now, so the data wise the meta is doing pretty good it, so it like, is doing let's, amazing let's, let's enjoy it for a minute let's all you know just kind of bask in the the glow of a balanced <laughs> meta and then they can throw something broken at us okay. again in a month okay. and then we'll be like ah i could care less about demons but i know that the sooner the demon codex gets released the sooner we get the guard that's 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 my whole thought process there but okay, all right, all right. Let's jump into a little a uh, little surprise that we showed at the Lone yeah. Star Open this weekend. Yeah, I didn't even know about this until the day before. We were show oh, a couple days before, but the brand. Yeah, I was new like, "Don't lie to me." Kicker. Yeah, I know, right? Well, the thing is, like, Kicker I guess I must, All right. Well, I, admit, I, I don't know. I must have missed the email from from the, the warehouse team. But uh, yes, we are now releasing the brand new full color corrupted sets. This is a brand new terrain set that we released as a, a sneak peek at uh, the Lone Star Open. I think I think the stream table and a few of the top tables played with it. Yep. Did you see it on stream, Seth? They, I did. Um, yep. It looks like you guys even had uh, multiple sets. Yes. Okay. So this train theme is this train is going to be themed around, you know, of course, the chaos, and of course, really? we had to go and appease all of the the, the gods, all four gods. So there's one for in each yep. different colorway, and there's a matching mat. So you get this cool corrupted mat that has different color accents. To you match know, I could train. also throw our tech priest for a loop and get so a picture excited. of this terrain up to him. 
Oh, I guess she's. So yeah, yeah, you yeah. keep vamping. Yeah, yeah. Let's, you, let's you, see if you Tech give it to me because I was actually looking at the same time. See so if you can ahead. get a yes. photo of this. I, I know that we post a bunch of photos on the Facebook page over the weekend, but yeah, it, it is a really cool set. And honestly, man, I'm not like. I mean, I'm, that wasn't my aesthetic, but everyone was raving about it. And more importantly, the most competitive players at the game uh, at the tournament came up to me and said, "This this is probably the single best terrain set we've had yet for, for like a balance." It's so set. good, like yeah. I have yeah. to say, like People it's so good. Love it. So uh, as soon as the tech priest can get the image up, yeah, you yeah. folks I'm, can I'm, see it. But it is it is a significant improvement over the the old eighth edition design terrain. Mm-hmm. Um, not to say that the eighth edition stuff you couldn't play a game on, but this is definitely built with ninth edition in mind yeah um which is very much appreciated i i like the variety of color um mm-hmm. because you guys are doing the pre-painted terrain uh it, it just kind of was a natural fit to say hey let's do a color for each of the gods um i have shown a fair few number of the competitive folks um and and there are definitely well, there some folks out there there we go um, as you can see it's got two l's two kind of large ruins with an archway door two little boxy ruins a couple of crate stacks, and then these two area pieces of terrain uh, on the table there. Um, the and then if you the look in the, the 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 mat, you said the mats are supposed to match, Kicker. Yeah, is there ma- something in the background of the mat that might be uh, be interesting? Uh, I mean, you're talking about the nice pink. On, on this one, we got the, the Slanesh symbol. Slaneshi symbols yeah. going on there. Yeah. And you guys had a Nurgle table there as well. <laughs> without the Nurgle symbol. So that was a cool touch. Wait, I didn't realize that the pink stuff actually made a Slaneshi symbol. <laughs> I just thought it was pink slashes on the mat. Like I oh, stared at the Slaneshi symbol. Oh, we can. Oh my gosh, I feel like an idiot. Yeah. Yes. But so no, apparently, yeah. it, <laughs> it's, it's a very balanced terrain set in yeah. terms of, of, competitive play because it um, has the pieces that you were saying that are like could be you know light cover or, or but they could also be played as dense cover as woods yeah. which is really nice so you have you know all the terrain that can and kind of all the terrain has a base on it because yep. a lot of the rules now involve you know being within um mm-hmm. and there's like there's always a ton of debate when people have no base on the outside of a ruin and you touch the outside of a ruin like literally depending on where you are i think wtc says that does not count as being within a ruin I uh, FLG does, um, yeah. so you'll just get a lot of variance there. But having that lip send out past the ruin is always a good call. So um, super excited to see this. Uh, I, I know I've got my orc set, and I love my orc set. <laughs> but from a competitive standpoint, I definitely want to get a set of this too. Uh, when do folks uh, think they might be able to see that in the future, Kicker? Do we? Yeah. Know? So this is going to be out probably in the next few weeks. I don't want to say uh, probably after Cruise Hammer, um, right. most likely, just because we got a, a bit of a backlog. It looks like uh, Tech Priest Dicky wants to. Yeah, say I something. have another question. So, yeah, shoot. Uh, people are asking for price point and shipping options, of course, specifically yeah. UK shipping options or yeah, Canada. Right. So, no big deal. Yeah. So, look. <laughs> is there our someone in Canada that's interested? No, I don't. No. Is there anyone in Canada that we know that yes. lives up there? Yes. Tech so, so price will be very similar to what we've got already on our website. So if you go to our website, you can see other full color train sets, uh, you know, between 170 and 230, just around 200 mark for the full color set, right? Yeah. Um, and you, of course, can get a matching mat with it, as we were talking earlier. Uh, yeah. I'm very pleased to say because of the positive feedback in regards to this being eight, not just beautiful, but competitively, you know, I guess the best we've ever done. Uh, this will be officially part of the ITC terrain series, and right. you're going to start seeing it at more and more of our events. I think that our team is going to be producing a lot of these and trying to get as many of these as we can for LVO since the set is so balanced. So, Seth, if they do want to buy it, uh, you know, you, they can use our affiliate link, right? We, they we, can. We, they can definitely use it. our affiliate link. If, uh, if you folks are checking the show notes on YouTube or in the podcast aggregators, um, that is a great way to support us here. Uh, Dickie and I 
volunteer our time and kickers volunteering his time after a long day of working. Thank you. I literally uh, I was late. <laughs> I was he was late, late because he was working. So um, we do this kind of out of, the, out of the joy of our hearts. So any any way that uh, you guys can show your support through that is highly appreciated. Um, all right, dude. Yeah. Let's right. jump into the the I guess the event stuff. Maybe we should yeah. talk about the Las Vegas team tournament that's coming it's up. Coming in up September. fast. Um, okay, so some people are not going to want to hear this, but I'm just going to say it. Um, we're probably going to have to be removing the bundle ticket option down in the next week or two because yeah. we need time to make all those objective markers. If you remember, we're making not just generic Las Vegas team tournament. And, and you're markers. making those in-house, right? We're making those in-house at our factory, yeah. So we're going to have to get all the logos in place and then start producing these for the event. So we're going to be taking that bundle ticket down uh, within the next week or two. And obviously, that means we're going to, you're not going to be able to get that super sweet deal on the rooms yeah. as well. So, so if so you are deal. even considering, get your bundle ticket now because when it's gone, it's gone. Um, we will have some individual tickets open for a while, but you won't be able to get those, those cool objective markers with your team's logo on it. And of course, right. the savings for the room. So on top of that, I don't know about you, man, but have you ever seen like, like ages? I know you don't really play Age of Sigmar, but Age of Sigmar teams, is that a thing? Do, do people do that? Is that a thing? Yes, there was a, a Age of Sigmar team event at ATC this year. Oh, no way. Do you yep. have any inside info? Like how many people were there? Was it? Was it I don't know how many people were there. I just, they, they did a Saturday, Sunday thing instead okay. of a Friday, Saturday, Sunday thing. Like teams of five or eight or three or you have any idea? You have no idea. I have no idea, man. If you're in if chat, 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 chat you if you know us? anything about AOS teams, let us know, man. Because I was uh, asked this evening. Um, there, there is a request from Bakara for Shrek and Donkey objective markers. Oh yeah, dude. Yes, 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 yes. Um, so, so I was just asked literally 30 minutes ago, 45 minutes ago, about adding Age of Sigmar teams to this event in September, and that's a bit of a short notice. But I'm like, I didn't even know that was a thing. I guess, I guess we could try and do that. So if you are interested, tell us in chat. You know, you want teams at Las Vegas at the Las Vegas team tournament in September, and we will try and make it happen. Let's jump on to Cruise Hammer. Cruise Hammer is next. Uh, we're going to be leaving on the August 7th is when it, the cruise departs. A lot of the frontline gaming staff will be on that cruise. So have have a little bit of grace, guys, as we're not in the office for a week. We're just taking a vacation the whole, you know. you know, They're taking uh, a the, gaming vacation. Who does <laughs> yeah, that? Yeah, right, right, right. And yes, if you're watching the, the stream right now, you will see our lovely Cruise Hammer Summer limited dice. edition dice. Yeah, yeah everyone on man. Cruise Hammer, every, every player is going to get 24 of these babies. Yeah, they're just beautiful custom dice we're releasing so so yeah guys um if you don't get an email quickly responded to you while cruise hammer's taking place just have a little um patience with us it's not the and, kicker's not trying to reply to your emails while he's on a vacation it's just that <laughs> internet can be spotty on a cruise that's ship. why that's why that's why it's the internet he's trying he's really trying i am trying i'm trying uh they're and, saying that it was teams of four for the uh aos oh, uh, thing at atc wow i guess because correct me if i'm wrong seth but you have the four major factions in age of sigmar and so I, maybe i don't know maybe, i you know. i have no idea how they formatted that man all right, guys. Well, let's, be, let's, I mean, that would be definitely an interesting way to yeah. go to say you needed to take a order destruction. Yeah, one of each and, major super faction. Yeah. What's the cool. other faction? Uh, there's there's chaos, death, destruction, chaos, chaos, chaos. Yeah, yeah, death, yeah. destruction, chaos, chaos, and order. order. Yeah, we yeah. got it. We yeah. got it's that. like everything's bad except for order. That's just it's just not. Hey, fair. hey, yeah. hey! Oryx are in destruction, my friend. <laughs> all right, all right, all right, all right. Um, and then finally, guys, we do have SoCal coming up in October. Yay. Um, tickets are going really, really well for that. So I think SoCal this year is going to be bigger than last year, which is a wonderful, uh, wonderful, wonderful thing to share. So get your tickets. That is October 21st, 22nd, and 23rd. The 40K Champs will be just a Saturday and Sunday event because it seems like that's really just a more popular format for a regional event like this. And the Friday before is a really sweet narrative battle, which is designed to try and get some of those competitive players to just do something fun that Friday beforehand. Uh, Seth? 
I don't what, know if you're aware of this, but 40K yep. players hate fun. Yeah, right, right, right. Oh, my yeah. gosh. <laughs> they don't like it at all. Uh, Seth, I know you probably can't make it to SoCal, but if you can, there's, there's always a sofa there, in my Airbnb for you. I, um, I, I may or may not be in Mexico shark diving that week, depending on what the Mexican Supreme Court are you, decides. Are you serious? Yes. Dude, that sounds way more. I mean, like, listen, I, my, I love. Okay, I have a, I have a longtime friend that has really wanted to go. He goes a bunch, and he finally convinced me to go. And the year he finally convinced me to go, there's some legal complications Wait. that may make it illegal to dive with great whites. Is this your boy Brian, the guy that yeah. paints the shark army or whatever, the yeah. 40k caradon yeah, or whatever? Oh my god, so, that guy is really like obsessed on multiple levels here. He like, goes, he's, he's he goes shark diving basically every other year. So that is. So it, he finally got me to go over this year. And then, of course, this year, Mexico was like, what if we made a law against it? So, um, it, you know, I basically my, what I'm trying to say is I'm planning to have time off around then, but it is reserved for, for shark diving. But if that falls through, maybe I'll make it to something. <laughs> I, would I was going to have to fly to California anyway. There we go. Boom. There we go. So it's like basically you're there anyway. Yeah. All right, Seth, tell us what's happening in the FLGN, man. Nothing. 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 Uh, no, uh, Val, Val joined the team at Grim After Dark. Um, you know, I think they maybe had trouble finding a guest. No, uh, no, yeah, Val is, we're, you know, I mean, if you're going to get a celebrity. But Val, Val is a great guest. Um, I love him staying over there. If he stays over there, I love him. Uh, <laughs> Are you saying you don't want him on our show? <laughs> he's not going to listen to this. Um, <laughs> but they uh, they did do a good show. Um, I know everyone wants to wants to talk about the LSO Judge uh, controversy. They're, they made a very good statement over there, so you can listen to them for that. Yeah. Um, the Killzone podcast put out another podcast. That's only on the podcast feeds. There is a audio only version on youtube but that uh show is only through audios for the most part so if you're looking for that go check that out that's always a great thing um, you know you're you and i are gonna play kill zone i mean kill team i'm serious kill, kill zone kill zone kill zone kill zone kill zone kill zone right now i'm hungry all right let's move along <laughs> all right let's get into the main segment kicker there was this little thing called the lone star open did you yes. know about that this weekend yeah i've heard about it right i've heard yeah. about it so well, this let's we're we're gonna get into all the all the fun, you know, who did what's it and all that jazz. But for now, kicker, tell us some stories from the event, bud. Okay, these are just little stories that um, apply that with lessons learned from the Lone Star Open, things we, you know, educational moments and just things yeah. to, to to talk about. So let's focus first of all. This is the second annual Lone Star Open. It was a military appreciation event. Um, you know, we've never done a, an event that was, you yeah. know, a military appreciation event and it was phenomenally, are you just like sitting here eating popcorn M&Ms or something like we're no, talking? About? I love it. I love it. I love it. All right. All right. I'm, I need chocolate. some more snacks here too. So <laughs> it was the, it was a military appreciation event and I was blown away with like how pumped people are. I mean, you know, to go to this event and support the branch that they served in or their family served in. Yeah. So, so there's a lot of, uh, I guess branch pride there, which, which was really cool. I am uh, I am naive when it comes to a lot of military traditions and and like you know rankings and hierarchy and whatnot. So I was lucky to have Red Powell there to gently lean on and say like, dude, I, like who do I talk to? How do I do I salute? You know. And also we had um a uh, POW table there to kind of show respect. And I'd never even heard of this tradition, but it was really cool. The the, the judges, all of our judges that were military, except for the frontline giving staff judge Jason Horn, who came in from Oklahoma, kind of helped supervise the whole thing. But the, the, the regional Texas judges were all military from different branches, and they set up this really cool table uh, in the middle of the, that, of the that's hall. That's not the table. That is not the table. If you're watching the stream, that is, that is, that is us after we're done packing up and very excited. But, uh, <laughs> but yeah, we did have this really cool table in the, in the middle of the hall, kind of to show respect to, to the warriors. Yeah, that that's, be with a, us. that's a great idea. Yeah, yeah. 
they have that tradition and they kept yeah. it going. And we did this I, really. We we also did, did. You hear about the gift we gave to all the military guys? I don't know if you. We kind of kept you, this. You secret. you had mentioned it pre uh, pre event, but you yeah. didn't say what the gift was. So we did these really sweet. Um, bottle opener dog tags oh, cool. that we gave. Yeah. They, like all, all the guys that got them like, wait, this is, this is a get like, really? This is awesome. Yeah. I had never seen them before, but I'm like, this is the perfect thing to, to hand out. So, uh, yeah, we, we, we had a, a, a lot of fun the military all had fun at the end of the event. Um, I guess we'll talk about it later down, down the line, about who won the branch versus branch yep. championship, yep, we, but we'll, let's, we'll let's jump that. into um, a few other little things here. First of all, guys, when you go to an event, it doesn't make a difference what event it is. It could be a frontline gaming event, another event, but don't like after the event ends, at least with frontline gaming events, but in general, most events, you know, the, the event is over, scores are submitted, we move on with our lives. Um, don't call a judge after the event on his personal phone and kind of pester him and tell him that, oh, you wanted to change your score because you realized something. Like, everyone's gone home, words are handed out, we yeah. moved on. The uh, and, and, and then don't bring your, like, significant other to then also give the judge a hard time on the phone too because that just gets awkward. Um, so, yeah, guys, when when the event's over, like, if, if you got, if you really want to complain about something, like, I'm putting my email out there, email me and I will try to appease you. But I just, the judges work really, really hard and at the end of the event, like, let them go home and get some rest, please. Yeah. Um, another thing and, that, and the, yeah. the pause on that, let's, let's yeah, pause. pause. There's been a lot of examples in the community over years where people, you know, go home and they talk about the game with their buddies and they figure out, oh, I should have just done x y and z and got some more points yeah. um but the reality is you know that things are done um yeah. you know my my team after atc talked it over and and found some more points we could have gotten mm -hmm. that final round yeah. um you know but at that point everything's said and done and you don't need importantly you know this is a game we're playing no yeah. one needs the accolades so bad and the other thing is imagine being that guy that maybe was up on the podium yeah you got your prize. You're all excited. You're talking to your buddies. You're going home. You're getting pictures. To be called afterwards to be like, hey, we yeah, changed some points yeah, after the fact and you don't get that award. Bring now. that trophy back to us. Yeah. So. Yeah. Jeez. So, so yeah, it, it's it's awkward. I mean, you know, guys, during the event, you know, if you got a problem, you think there's something we got to change, like, let's handle it then and there. But after yeah. the event and everyone's gone home, yeah, like, handle let's it just. At the time, you know. if, it, if it's afterwards. What's and if it is that? super pressing, just reach out to, to me as the, the organizer, the manager of the event, because I want to make sure you're happy, but I also want to like give our judges a time, a chance yeah. to, to rest a little bit. Well, another thing talking about, I guess, interaction with judges or, or, or ruling here is if you think there's anything, I guess, contentious about your list or maybe something that you're not really sure how it's going to be ruled because maybe it's still iffy or maybe it's a brand new rule or, or you're not sure. Um, and you're really betting on that rule. Um, you know, maybe before the event, <laughs> just ask the judge, like there's no harm in asking you know, there's no stupid questions. Just ask it that way. And, and it, we do yeah. have uh, a question submission okay, link available pre-event yeah. where you can submit those questions and judges go through and answer them. Yeah. Um, so if there's, you know, when um, there's all kinds of little rules, interactions, and just always good to know, particularly once it's in that document, it's in that document. And if your opponent is challenging you or something like that, you've got that document to say, hey, look, I asked it. Here's their response. That's how we're playing it. This game is very complicated and there's a lot of rules and if you think there's anything kind of even slightly iffy just just ask it and then you'll have the response and then you are good to go for the entire event and you know no issues there so so yeah. just consider that because that's something that you know it's only going to probably get worse as as you know this edition continues to to, to to develop um sportsmanship is better than it's ever been before i was a little concerned you know because you know rules are getting complicated people get stressed out you know um I saw uh, multiple times throughout this event, sportsmanship just be done, you know, just blown out of the water. Like, whoa, like what is going on here? I, you know, BAO, there's some really awesome moments, but at this event, I think that there was moments that were probably just as good, if not better. 
Um, yeah, there was that stream game that went a little sour, but the two players like agreed on their own to take a tie. Neither one of them wanted yeah. a tie, right? Like a tie yeah. is worse than Kicker, a loss. I, if, if, if I could, I'd like yeah, to, for, to for, kind of explain it. a little bit more. I'm not going to explain about that situation. You can, yeah. you guys can all find out more about it. Um, there's a billion places to find out about that. But the important thing, uh, there's two important takeaways there. One, um, everyone's human. Everyone made mistakes in that situation. And ev- no one there had malicious intent. No one was trying to do something to hurt uh, uh, an attendee of the event. Yeah. Um, and I know everyone is going to do their best moving forward to make sure that those types of things don't happen. But importantly, that player, that Chaos Knight player that was involved in that scenario, I don't, this is like technical competitive stuff here, folks, mm-hmm. but this was a large enough event where the the uh, Death Guard player he was playing against, I think it was maybe Nurgle faction technically, but I'm going to call it Death Guard because that's yeah, what yeah. Says. It's easy, right. If he won that game because of the, the ruling, um, it's a big enough event that there's going to be multiple undefeateds. There was two yes. undefeateds, I believe, at the end of this event. Um, so your battle points really matter in that scenario. And rules as written in the, the mission packet, if that Chaos Knight player were to have conceded on the spot from that ruling, it would have capped that Death Guard player's points at 60 points, mm-hmm. which effectively, yes, you get a W, but that's a very low scoring win yeah. when some of the other top taking him out, out of there the are like Necrons that are hitting 90s, 95s, yeah. 100s every round. So that Chaos Knight player took that ruling in stride. He did the right thing, which is you accept the judge ruling even if you disagree with it. That's the standard across all events. That's not an FLG thing. That's just how you should behave at all events. He took the ruling in stride. He went back to the table and he wanted to play the game out with the Death Guard player so that that player who was going to get a W at that point got a realistic score and got his best chance at at winning that event. Ultimately, with the way the judge rulings haked out, both players, neither one of them wanted to see the other guy take the L. um, So they ended up agreeing to a draw, which was a very... Because uh, because the reality is that both of them... Yeah, had, that took had, both of them out of contention. Yeah. If they both agreed to a draw, they ain't undefeated anymore. So, so they're taking themselves out of that equation. And that was a really big thing to see those two players do. Yeah, and and, and the beauty is, like, there is no, like, you know, childish throwing dice or frustration or angry, no, nothing towards the judges to, you know, the the, the opponent. Like, they 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 handled themselves like adults. <laughs> it, was, it was honestly a beautiful thing. And, you know, I talked to both of them, and they're like, yeah, <clears throat> you know, I would. I would have wanted to win, but they were like proud. Like the decision they made, they made with their held, yeah. held up, held, head and held up high and really just a positive attitude throughout the rest of the event after that. You know, beautiful, beautiful to see. Um, there, there are, there's some folks that are, that are still salty about how things happened. And I understand that. But the, at the end of the day, you go ask any TO, any judge at any event, and the ruling is the ruling. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, if you don't like it, if you think it's wrong, you can you can provide your evidence to say this is why I think it is. Um, I I had that happen uh, at the RTT I went to this past weekend. Um, the judge had ruled that um, uh, uh, I had a kill rig, which is a sixteen model character, couldn't block for another character, and I I disagreed with that. And I had my rule book and showed him where, and he he changed his mind. But sometimes things aren't that clear in the rule books. And the, sometimes they have rulings that you disagree with. And if it's not clear in the rule book, you just kind of have to go with it. Like that judge also had ruled that if you table your opponent, the game ends at that point and you just go no, score no more points, um, which is not how I've ever played in any event. But I had to accept that. And I, yeah. I ended up uh, losing out on a fair few battle points in one game because of it. But 
that was the ruling and I had to go with it. Yeah. And, and I was just really blown away with how, you know, these players, not just in this, this particular round of this turn with this match, but players really do listen to judges at our events, which is really nice. And, and yeah, everyone, including judges sometimes get it wrong, but you know, you know, things were handled in a way at the end of the day that they were done with, with adult of it with an adult mindset, not yeah. childish, you know, frustration and pouting. There was like, okay, this, this sucks, yeah. but we're going to move on. So I, I don't know. I was just really blown away with the sportsmanship uh, throughout the entire event. And that really Kicker. makes does, me Does that want to make, does that inspire you to, to try harder in the future and, and make sure everyone <laughs> still has a great time at these events? Yes, yes, yes. So I'm, I'm not going anywhere, guys. Um, right. <laughs> also one little like interesting factoid here, guys. Um, yes, there are luggage, um, <laughs> carts throughout Sorry, all these this. venues. You may not take a luggage cart and use it as your personal, uh, hobby cart, your model cart through an event. Um, there were several gentlemen using uh, luggage carts from the hotel in the convention center. And I was notified. I really hope that there was an angry like concierge or bellhop chasing them around. Bellhop, like what? What the hell? Like seriously, no. Like because you're wondering where all the carts were. Well, guess what? They were in the 40k hall, uh, being used <laughs> to carry miniatures around. So, so yeah, guys, use them to carry your luggage to your room, not to carry your models to the hall, and then the entire <laughs> week. Yeah, like we took it to the room, and then we just kept it for the weekend. Somebody took a luggage cart and hid it behind our like retail shelves with all the models, like the you know the miniatures in the box and stuff, like hoping that no one would see it and they'd be able to use it all weekend. But yeah, um, I have to say the MVT, the most valuable team of this event, you know, was just the Hobby Goblins guys. They're a team out of Jacksonville, Florida that drove nice. from Florida to get there early to help set up, then stayed late on Sunday after the event to pack up the entire hall. Like, I mean, like I'm talking about we just they just played the term. They're all players. They all played yeah. all day long. Yeah, and then they stayed late with. Leo and, and and Mike and I to pack everything up, make sure our truck and, was on the way. And correct me if I'm wrong, but one of those players was the player affected in that yes. stream game. Yes, yes. So that's another the thing. Not only were they helping us set up and and, and strike, right? But they're also like competitive players. Some of yep. these guys were really in the running, uh, you know, to, to yeah. as a competitive. Yeah, they they scored real well at that event. Oh yeah, and 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 then let's give them let's give them a little you know pat in the back also because they they bring the hobby. The, the, the hobby muscle they do. there, right? They do. In they, fact, we will see more of their hobby muscle yeah. shortly. So the, these guys are an all-around team. And the thing that's funny is they did it at Cherokee. They did it at ACO. Now they're doing an L, a Lone Star Open. These guys are just traveling and helping us really- you Is know, it a further drive for them for ACO or LVO? Oh my gosh. Oh, it's got to be LVO. Yeah, they, it's got to be LVO. We're going to find out. Hobby Goblins, I need to know how far you travel. I, I'm throwing year. the challenge, Hobby yeah, Goblins. I hope that you guys drive from Jacksonville, Florida, all the way to LVO and help us set up and strike. We would very much appreciate it. And it'd be really cool if we all caravan over together. I'll, I'll probably drive as well. Right. So they're going to drive? Or you, no, you're flying. You're flying. I'm, I'm flying. You're, flying. <laughs> you're like, no, there's nonsense. Okay. All right. All right. Cool. I've driven to California once. <laughs> <laughs> okay. You do not and this took me three that. days. I'm all right, good. All right. I'm yeah. good. I'm not doing Seth, that again. Seth, do you want to read the results of the Lone Star yeah, Open? Yeah, we have a lot of results. Not only do we got the 40K results, but I went out and got AOS results, Legion results, and MCP results okay. for y'all. Let, so, let's, let's go quickly through them because there I'm is a lot. But we, we yep. got to talk about the 40K branches though, man. Let's, 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 can, we, can we talk about this? Yeah. So yeah, you, you had the whole branch system this year. Um, and so what you had, uh, you had a scoring, uh, a kind of a, Sort of like an ITC algorithm, like a score yeah. algorithm for like we have for the season, but for those individual uh, branches in that event. When people bought their ticket, they selected what branch they wanted to represent. So then in our system, Jason Horn, our mastermind, frontline gaming staff judge, created this cool uh, you know, algorithm, I guess, to help calculate which was the best branch. But we could also figure out which was the single best player for each branch. 
Uh, Seth, do you want to read out who was the best player for each branch? Yeah. So Army, uh, the, the top-ranking Army player was Russell Tassin. Congrats, Russell. Uh, Air Force uh, was Nichols Henry. Uh, Navy was Robert Hawkins. Bobby do I, uh, yeah. do I uh, remember correctly that he is the only Navy member? <laughs> yeah, I think we have a photo. So we took a photo of all the different branches, and he's like the only guy holding up the Navy flag. Yeah. And then uh, the Marine Corps was uh, my, my friend uh, and a wild man himself, Noah Beto. Um, nice. In terms of, uh, there was a new award also, not just the branches. Um, there was a model player. Can you explain what that is, Kicker? Yeah, so I decided to add a, a new award. It was kind of just um, that weekend. I'm like, you know what? I think there should be an opportunity for the head judge, the head regional judge. So in this case, it was it was Kyle from from Texas, who is our head regional judge, to kind of do a, a you know his pick of the you know most sportsman you know player, the most representative yeah. community member that was just a nice guy at the event that people enjoyed hanging out with and playing. And and anyway, so he you know it was totally his choice, totally his opinion, and he picked Adrian Lopez. Um, and we gave Adrian one of our really cool uh, Wild West themed uh, mats we created for this event. So really nice, cool Texas. Congrats, thing. Adrian. Uh, best painted went to R.J. Harris. Yeah, uh, dude, Renaissance he, man. Dude, R.J. Harris. I, 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 he, he has got some serious painting chops. I'm just saying, like, I don't know where this guy came from because, like, I've not seen him like at SoCal. I did not see him, but like, gorgeous, gorgeous stuff. We need to post some of his stuff on online. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Renaissance man, which is kind of your best overall, uh, if you remember both paint and uh, battle score. Yeah. Uh, that went to Jacob there. What uh, what team is Jacob on? <laughs> I believe Kicker? he's the captain of the Hobby Goblins. Oh. Yes, he did is. you have you had a chance to play against Jacob? Yeah, I play. Yeah, right. You saw the photos. Yeah, I did get yeah. to play. Jacob was really nice. He uh, after we were done setting up on the on on Fridays, like you want to you want to play a game? I'm like uh, hell yes. You know, I I really was looking for an opponent, and he just offered to play, which was great. He did kick my ass though, so <laughs> I don't know if we can still be friends. <laughs> All right. Um, and then getting into our, our, our best general ranking, uh, number three went to uh, Vasir uh, Gainson. Mm-hmm. Uh, number two went to Brad Towson. And our number one uh, was Marshall Peterson. Marshall's back on Necrons. Yeah, right. Marshall, Marshall was an orc boy for a while, but he's gone back to being a Necron warrior. Yeah. Now, now, correct me if I'm wrong, but I believe his final opponent was also a Necron player, yeah, right? It was Top. a Necron on Necron. Yeah. yeah. Uh, who's the real Silent King? Yeah, right. <laughs> That's Spider-Man meme, but with Silent oh, Kings. All right, there we go, there we go. <laughs> um, and then Kicker. Yeah. Uh, the whole branch competition, there had to be a branch that won it all. Who was yeah. it? Yeah, so for the first three rounds, it looked like Army was just going to win this for sure. And then at round four, we found out that the uh, the Marines took the lead, and Marines had the lead all the way to the end of the tournament. So Sorry, Marines, are you saying the Army ran out of stamina and oh, the Marines geez. outground them? <laughs> the mm. Army, yes. Well, so I, mm. what's crazy is... The Marines ended up winning, so the Marines are now officially the frontline gaming branch champ for the rest of the year. And right. the next the LSO, we get to see, you know, if the Army picks it up, or maybe the Navy picks it up for next year. So, or All or right. maybe the Air Force or the Air Force. The Air Force actually did a pretty good little comeback too. But, they did. They did. Yeah, yeah. yeah. All right. Let's get on to some of the other events. Um, I had a few of the TOs kind of fill me in. I really appreciate that, folks. It really helps me uh, get this information out there. AOS um, was actually run by Gavin Grigar. You'll remember that name in a minute. Um, he uh, said they were using the, the uh, General's Handbook 2022, uh, which was fantastic. Um, he had folks coming all the way from Southern California, Partners of War, and the Georgia War Bands. Uh, their best general was Josh Bennett. Their red man was Cameron Pinkard. Their best sportsman uh, was Jeremiah Gavlak. Then uh, they had best chaos was James Fry. Best destruction, Jacob Matthias. 
Uh, best order, Randall Brasher. And best death was Dylan Cochran. And now that I read this out and realize that I had all four super factions listed here, I should have been able to remember them a lot easier earlier in the show. <laughs> We're struggling, man. Yep. Clearly, we don't play Age of Sigmar. I, just, I typed this earlier today. My brain did a lot of other stuff. Um, no, I uh, chat's asking how my RTT went. I, I went two and one. Uh, All right, Seth. Wait, you uh, brought your orcs, right? John, John Quinnell and chat can tell you what happened. Um, uh-huh. But anyway, uh, Legion. Legion was a 52-player event kicker. Uh, Legion's wow. on the rise, man. They're, they're yeah. doing well. Um, their first place was Matt Bronson. Second place was David Hoffman. Third place was Alex Gregory. And fourth place was uh, Colton Evans. Interestingly, the way they do painted, um, they have three different levels of paint. Oh, wow. um, so they had a best hero, which was David Rupersberg's Boba Fett. They had best squad, which went to James Russell's uh, Rebel AA5. And then best army went to Drew Richardson for the uh, CIS army. Um, I actually had to ask what that is because I was like, man, yeah. I know Star Wars, but I don't know what that is. <laughs> that is the droid army that Count okay. Dooku commanded. Just call it a droid army. Everyone knows what yeah. the droid army is. Jeez. All right. Well, all right. I, earlier I was like, what's a cis army? And then one of my Legion friends was like, that's CIS. And I was like, oh, geez. sorry. Yeah, geez. Now I know. Um, but in talking to him, uh, he said some pretty cool things happened. Um, there was a B1 that rolled seven natural crits uh, on a drawback without an aim or surge, which is apparently statistically improbable. And then Lord Vader himself deflected five of 11 shots and wiped out an attacking clone squad to win a game. Oh, nice. So Vader's doing Vader things. Um, let's get into the Marvelous Crisis Protocol. Bit of a smaller event, 23 players. Um, they had people coming from as far as Washington State, which is pretty damn Dang, impressive. Yeah. They did three rounds on Sunday with a cut, or Saturday with a cut to top eight on Sunday. And then they also ran a little three-round event for um, everyone that didn't make the cut on, on Sunday. Um, the top eight were playing for uh, points to go to the uh, Las Vegas MCP Invitational um, with the winner of the top eight getting an automatic invite. Um, so the winner was Jesse Eakins. Uh, he won the main event when going completely undefeated. Uh, his faction was X-Men and Storm was his leader. Um, his three opponents on Sunday were all players that had previously won events themselves already getting their tickets. Um, so he had some really, really uh, tough, tough road to hoe there. Um, in fact, his final game, um, he had a chance to take, uh, he had three chances to take a single objective to win. And uh, the first two dice rolls failed. Um, and it was the literal last dice roll that got him that objective. So congrats, Jesse. Um, Zach Cohen, uh, he was our second place. Uh, he took uh, Guardians of the Galaxy with Star-Lord as leader. Um, he also was undefeated the entire event right up until he hit uh, Jesse at the end. Uh, third went to Micah, Mike DeLuca uh, running uh, Convocation. Um, they're the best painted army or best painted model. Sorry, went to Adam Lebo's Ancient Ones. Adam also won the Sunday RTT. Um, and then their second best painted was Jesse Eakins uh, for his uh, Strange Supreme, a.k.a. the guy that won the event. So well, that's a well-rounded hobby. Yeah, right he's, there, right? he's got some hobby flex. And then third uh, went to uh, John Elson for his shield uh, units. Um the TO really wanted to make sure I had a chance to shout out Greg Webster. Uh, Greg brought all but two tables to the event. He brought all the terrain. And then Jesse, you know, the guy that won it and had the best painted model, or the second best painted model, brought the other <laughs> two tables. So sounds like a great community. Sounds awesome. like they had a blast. Um, really kind of sad I missed out on hanging out at LSO Kicker. Yeah, we, we, we missed you, man. It, it is pretty cool, though, when you have, commu- uh, just to jump on the community, bring in the tables. They do that for Legion as well. And yep. it's kind of it's it's kind of fun because the tables are super... Um, they're, very they're thematic. Like, very thematic, but they're almost like personalized. Like, you never know what you're going to get. And each yeah. owner of that table puts so much love and energy into making it over-the-top gorgeous. And I, I assume it's functional as well, but I, I don't yeah. know. 
Uh, Seth, what's happening in the ITC? Should we uh, should we jump? Yeah, in let's get over into the ITC recap. I'm not going to do much competitive news because we've had lots of things to cover yeah. already this episode. Um, so if we get into the ITC recap, uh, we have a little bit of a, a, a jumbling up here in our our competitive track. The first three haven't changed. Number one still Vic VJ. Number two Manny Chiba, and number three David Gilar. Uh, but we have a new Wait, number four. What? Is that what I think it is? Is, that's is that new, an American? That's another American. What? That is uh, the redheaded stepchild of Artivore himself, Jack Harpster, uh, squeaking into the fourth place spot, and Thomas Ogden bringing up the fifth place spot, meaning that finally I don't have to mention Ennis Wilson on air. Um, <laughs> do, we, do we know what Jack or Thomas is playing? Do we have any idea what they're what, what Thomas has been sticking with Tao. Uh, he was playing Tao pre all the nerfs, and then post nerfs, he just basically kept trucking and cool. smashing people. Um, Jack is kind of a, as his name would imply, a jack of all trades. He tends to hop around. Um, so, you know, any given event, you, you don't know what Jack's going to be on. Um, moving on down uh, to the 40K hobby track, our number one uh, is Lee Steiger. Uh, Lee actually, I believe, came in third for uh, overall paint, um, Redman uh, at yeah, uh, Lone Star. Um, and then our Lone Star winner uh, came in second, uh, Jacob Thayer. Uh, JT Steiger coming in third, Jason Bird coming in fourth, and Kevin McCormick coming in fifth. Sliding on down to our AOS competitive track, our number one is Anthony Trentinelli, number two, Thomas Guan, uh, number three, our AOS TO, yeah. uh, Gavin Grigar, uh, and number four, Matt Beasley, and number five, Emma Mangles. Uh, and then hopping on down to the hobby track, we've got number one, Robert Snyder, number two, Evan Markham, number three, Matt Beasley, number four, Carl Rohr, and number five, Matt Abbott. And that is your ITC recap of the week, dude. Are you tired yet? You you spoke nope. a lot. Like like you got you got. By the way, I have to compliment you, Seth. Your ability to read names is very impressive. Um, I would put it's my ability to remember them that is very poor. Okay, well, because I'm looking at some of these names, like how did you get that name from that? But I guess I always- just confidently bash my way through it. It sounds it sounds like you know your shit. So I, I don't, you. but I try. <laughs> Uh, years um, ago, I was told fake it till you make it, and look where I am now. Aren't you like a kind of a teacher too, though? Yeah. So you can just you just time and you sound. Oh yeah, I can I can lecture all day, <laughs> much to much to the dismay of my students. <laughs> Do much we have anything from the chat? Is there any pressing questions that need to be answered? Yeah, yeah Chad. If you got any questions, get them in. Now's your chance. I'll pull yeah. up the whole chat window. I've been keeping an eye on it. I, I always like um, to ask this once every you know six months or so in chat. Hey. Where do you want your next event? I'm I'm on the hunt right now. I'm on the prowl trying to figure out where to Kicker go. Kicker doesn't have enough events to run, folks. He needs more. No, no, no. Well, well you know, I mean. I'm there gonna... is a question from Josh uh, Hera. Uh, can he rub Seth's head? Josh, you had your chance this weekend, buddy, and didn't take it. Uh, that's between you and Josh. I don't know if that's. He was or upset or... that I don't mention him on air, and so he keeps annoying me in chat till I do. Hi, Josh. Bring me Hi, cereal, then. and I'll talk to you. I'll mention you as well. <laughs> Oh, the family yeah. size of Cocoa Pebbles, not the small like. Yeah, know, kicker, know. kicker has needs. Uh, Hunter Nichols size. says next event Atlanta. Oh, nice. Okay, so Atlanta is interesting. Statcheck, Statcheck yeah. says Toronto. Toronto. Okay, I'm not opposed to Toronto because I mean that would be fun logistically, right? Like it's, it's like our tech priest has a vested interest here. Oh, right, right, right. Is the tech priest part of Statcheck? Um, no, no uh, Atlanta would be interesting, but we don't want to step on any toes of established, you know, communities. I know there's the Warzone group there, which is very, very um, enthusiastic in, in, of that area. It's like, I don't want to, you know, step on anyone's toes. But if they want us there, we could. Also, Cherokee's really close. Cherokee's about an hour and a half away, two hours yeah, away. Yeah, but really Atlanta's sense. a good fly-in town. Yeah, but Cherokee's so special and fun. And, you know, it's like at that. Oh, yeah, I get it. Yeah. 
Um, well, okay, but Toronto though, I mean, the only thing with Toronto that's weird is is trying to bring all of our terrain across borders. I'm sure there's like some sort of customs thing we'd have to go through, right? I mean, I don't know. I have to look into that. That that's a that's a tech priest and a serval question. They're more experienced with that than I am. How do we get a train? How do we go to the other country? <laughs> Tell us. <laughs> don't say Hawaii. I know Kelsey's always telling us Hawaii. Hawaii's just not gonna happen unless you can provide the train. Sorry. Um, yeah. what if, what if? A really long cruise hammer that ended in Hawaii. Really long cruise hammer. I'm excited to see how cruise hammer goes. I mean, this is such a weird concept. Yeah, right? that's your you first know? time going, right, man? Yeah. The first I, time I, is that the first time you ever been on a cruise? Like since I was a kid. So yeah. I'm not really sure what to expect. Like I'm a cruise newbie here, and my wife's never been on a cruise, and my two year old son, you know, has never been on a cruise. Obviously, so we have no idea what we're doing. Apparently, we already failed. It's, it's a Royal Caribbean, right? It's a Royal Caribbean, but we already failed because we didn't book our excursions. I think that's what you do. Oh, yeah. You got to book those things in advance. Yeah. Otherwise and we're like, like today, my wife and I are looking on there. We're like, um, I guess we can, you know, I guess we go, can to the, go to the the shore excursion desk when you get on the boat and they they always have slots. You that's can ask them. Slots, yeah. um, and then worst comes to worst, you just book when you get off the boat with some third party. Just yeah. means that they're not going to guarantee you hold the boat for you if you get back late. Okay. You might you might miss the boat, but I, won't I hear I hear Royal Caribbean has really good uh, kids programs. Yeah, so there's uh, like a sun. rock climbing wall and slides oh, yeah. and all this stuff. Yeah, you're you're so so in short, while you're off playing 40k, your son can be in one of those programs, and your wife can do whatever she wants, that, and you don't have to waste wife. That points. is the game, man. Yeah. yeah. Although Oak, my son, will probably join us in the 40k hall at some point just oh, yeah. to yeah. terrorize the tables. But you why know, not? Why not? All right. Well, I think that's all we've got for tonight. Uh, thank you so much for joining us. Do you have any final thoughts for the evening kicker? Uh, no, guys. I'm just looking forward to seeing you at the next event, which may not be Cruise Hammer, but I, I'll tell you one of the things that makes it most exciting for, for me and, and the, the whole Frontline Gaming staff team, we had a new guy, Mike, that just joined our ranks. So, you know, one of the things that makes us really excited when we're at an event is to see all the people, you know, come and thank us and say hi. Like, we were in tears. Like, I don't get, like, I know, I don't. We don't want to go down this rabbit hole, but we were almost like in tears after the event because it was so like sweet of, of how many people came up and said they had an amazing weekend. So, so guys, thank you. Your appreciation, uh, yeah, you know, is, is very much welcomed and, and we love seeing you all. Seth, why don't you take us out? Yeah. Well, we thank you so much for joining us for this episode of Signals from the Frontline. We hope you enjoyed it. Have a great week and we will see you next Wednesday. Good night, guys.